0: Welcome to Hayden Films Verge, episode number one. This has been a long time in the making and we're very pleased to announce our show. Um, my name is Hayden Krodhoff, your host.
1: And I'm Brandon DiBenedetto, your co-host. So, Hayden. Who's our guest on today's show?
0: Oh my gosh, we have a fantastic guest today. What a memorable day this is. Uh, Mr. Juan Castro, President and Founder of All Abilities Live. He's gonna be discussing his new streaming platform, also what it is to be a businessman and entrepreneurship. right, Mr. Juan. Oh my gosh, how you doing, sir? Great, welcome, join us. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, so how was your um, drive in here today from, you know, Hasbro Heights, New Jersey? Not too bad, not too bad. It's uh, Monday, so, you know, the traffic is a little light today. Everybody's
2: uh, working and stuff, so that's right. bad.
0: So, you know, tell our audience, you know, you know, where do you hail from? You know, where do you originally come from? Where you were born, things of that nature? Um, where I was born, Reading, Pennsylvania.
2: Okay. Um, where I'm from, I guess, the Pennsylvania area primarily. I moved around quite a bit. Lived in PA, lived in Puerto Rico, lived in California, lived in New Jersey. All right. So, you know, kind of moved around a bit, you know, trying to find my place. I think I found it in New Jersey. <laughs> All right. For now. For now. But well, we'll see what happens in the next All couple of right. years. All right, good,
0: good. So, um, y- Obviously, you know, um, our show is is focusing on entrepreneurship and leadership and things of that nature. And, you know, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, is going to be interested in, you know, what what was the process like to go from, you know, being a nine to five guy to just being an entrepreneur and someone that, you know, opens up their own business? Um, I mean, I, I guess it's it's a long process, you know.
2: Um, uh, you know, I'm a therapist by trade. So kind of what I'm doing now is is not really related to what my profession has been for such a long time, Um, you know, but I always knew I wanted to kind of do my own thing and run my own business and, you know, uh, just make a difference from various different perspectives. And, you know, I knew I needed sort of that foundation established, you know, so the nine to five is essentially what we all have to do, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, at at one point in time. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to to have a great profession and learn a lot through my profession and working for different agencies and different businesses. Um, But it also allowed me to network and allowed me to learn what worked, what didn't. Um, so when it gave me the opportunity to kind of go out on my own I had that information you know it as as you know um, in my tool bag
1: right right so um, I'm studying business right now in college and I eventually want to own my own business as well so where did you start with that that nine five job where did you end up like ending up in the first place before you made the transition
2: well, I mean, I think for me, you know, I had a couple of small odd end jobs. You know, I worked for Express before, you know, Express had a men's department. So I was like the only dude working in the stock room in the back and um, with a bunch of messy girls. You know, I remember and I'm very anal, so I would have the stock room clean and just very organized and everything would be in its place. And then the girls would come in and just tear the place up and I just left one day during lunch and never came back. Um, so I had a couple of those jobs that had just weren't satisfying for me. Um, then I decided, you know, when it was time to go to school, I knew I wanted to be a psych major, um, and I said, you know what? I need to make sure I'm getting experience now while I'm in school. So I actually uh, became a residential counselor um, at a group home, um, and that's kind of what you know, kind of got me started on my you know professional track. Is you know at that at that point, my first year in college, mm-hmm. went through school, worked all the way through school. Um, um, and again, I think kind of tested with different business ideas. I got into real estate really early, so I think that was my first, you know, kind of experience with business. Um, I had uh, some investment properties, did really well with those. Um, uh, opened up a barbershop was, you know, my first real business. Opened up a barbershop. A um, couple things kind of happened, um, which, looking back now, were were. I think positive things at the moment, you know, I didn't feel so positive because I invested a lot of time and money, um, you know, into that business. um, But it really did work out better in my favor. It kind of forced me to transition ultimately from Pennsylvania to California. Um, So, you know, again, just kind of stayed within, you know, my profession, but always kind of had my toe in the water with, with business stuff, you know, while I was working.
0: So let's talk a bit, little bit about the um, barbershop specifically. I think, you know, again, entrepreneurs, you know, and especially with the, the quote unquote influencers that are on social media nowadays, you'll see so many influencers make it seem like it's just a, a skyrocket rise to success. You know, everyone's with the fancy cars, houses, and everything like that. What specific challenge or hurdle specifically did you have to overcome with the barbershop specifically, and failure, success, you know, what ultimately um, happened? I mean, I think I'll just go
2: straight to the failure, because for me, I think the failures are what defines us. You know, I think those are the things that have made me who I am. You know, we can all gloat and glorify our successes, but, you know, that's, that's not just my, who I am. That's not my personality. Um, one of the challenges I had was um, p- parking. You know, it, it was in like Center City. It was on a main corner. Um, and I had some zoning issues with parking. Um, so, you know, they weren't willing to approve the, 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 the permits for us opening, uh, because of parking. So I f- formed a petition. I went around to all the neighbors in the community and said, Hey, mm-hmm. listen, we're going to open up a barbershop, but it's not going to be like your normal barbershop that you have on every other corner. We're going to do it differently. And it's going to be about the community. It's going to be about, you know, creating a safe space for your kids and for your father or your grandfather to even come in and, and enjoy a haircut. Sure. Um, um, so, I got pretty much everybody I needed to get within the community to sign the petition, and went to the zoning board, and you know um, was able to get the property zoned. Mm-hmm. So, I would say that was the biggest you know hurdle for me. Um, and then you know um, the other was just you know kind of some associates at the time. You know, uh, again, anybody that knows you know the the barbershop industry or any kind of business like that, you know, it's it's people are not always dependable. Um, so it kind of created some tension and, and some complications, um, which, you know, delayed the process. Um, but I think on uh, on the, the positive side, um, it gave me the opportunity to just kind of test out a model, test out, you know, a concept. And, you know, it, like it really came to fruition that and it worked. You know, we knew it was going to work. Um, so, you know, I, I think as an entrepreneur, the biggest thing is just, willing to take a chance and willing to just, you know, take that leap of faith and, um, you know, being so young. Yeah, you know. great. And I mean, I think that's a great, like, first place to start your own business, mm-hmm. like,
1: having a barbershop and everything. So, like, what was, like, the final straw with, like, okay, I'm done with this. I got
2: to move on. I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I mean, without getting too personal, but, you know, I think the the area the barbershop was in was in a pretty rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, And the neighborhood just continued to get worse, um, you know, and just, again, friends and associates and stuff like that made it to be sort of an unsafe, you know, uh, um, environment, Um, not because of anything we were doing, you know, internally, but everything that was going on outside. Um, And I just said, listen, you know, I think it's just best, you know, for for us to just kind of step away, Mm -hmm. you know, take our losses um, and take, you know, what we gain from it, you know, and kind of move on to something else. Um, And then also, you know, I knew I was graduating school. I knew I wanted to transition to to the West Coast. Um, So I was just kind of, it just all kind of worked out, you know, for the best.
0: Yeah. So you you, you made the transition to the West Coast. Obviously, that transition happened very quick um, from talking to you in the past um, about, you know, your journey and, and things of that nature. So what do you think Uh, um, helped you make that jump and that leap of faith to the West Coast with a short period of time? Um, I mean I think I had some influences I
2: always knew I wanted to kind of be on the West Coast you know I had uh, family members who kind of you know I think molded me to want to make that transition so I was kind of like I knew when the opportunity kind of came up like I was gonna take advantage of it one way or the other Mm -hmm. Um, I think you know um, it it happened so quick because I knew if it didn't I would maybe kind of changed my mind. Um, and it was a tough decision. I, I left my family. I left my son. I, you know, I had a son very early um, in life. And, you know, I, I, I left him and had to uproot out there and just kind of get my feet settled and get established and then, you know, transition my family out, which ultimately what, you know, I did, you know, a year or so after being out there. Um, but I knew if I didn't make it quick, you know, I would, I would second guess it. And, you know, again, you know, as, as being a business owner, as being somebody who, who likes to think as themselves as a progressive, you know, you just, if, if you got a thought, you just got to execute. And, you know, I just executed.
0: Awesome, so with that said, I mean, did um, California at any part you know, um, inspire you with your, your new business venture with All Abilities Live? Tell us a little bit about the process and how All Abilities Live has come to fruition and, and you know, where it's going. Um, yeah,
2: absolutely, California had a huge influence on you know, the All Abilities Live platform. Um, All Abilities Live was sort of a uh, birth child of, of you know, uh, another business that I have, uh, which is called All Abilities Sports. Um, that started from you know my profession, wanting to provide. I've always been an athlete, you know, my son, you know, is, is, is you know a high level athlete. I've uh, been around sports my whole life, um, from track to football to basketball to baseball. Um, I I always knew I wanted to kind of be in the sports arena. Um, And then once I became a professional and a therapist, um, I said, you know, why is it that only the typically developing kids have the opportunity to be a part of, you know, team sports? These kids don't have the opportunity. Um, So that, you know, um, again, I I knew it was something I wanted to do, but my experiences out in L.A. kind of gave me you know, a lot of the information I needed to be able to make that, you know, a reality. Um, I was fortunate enough to work for a phenomenal agency uh, called Holding Hands. Um, I had, you know, a phenomenal boss, you know, our owner, our director. Um, Learned a lot, you know, I I climbed the corporate ladder pretty quickly, became the assistant director, Um, you know, within a couple years, you know, after not having any experience within that field, um, just because I was hungry, you know, I I wanted to learn, you know, I'm I'm a a student of the game, whatever game I'm in, you know, whether it's sports, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, academics, you know, I, I love to study, I love to learn, I love to, you know, grow. Um, so I just took advantage of all those opportunities and just you know kind of made them my own, and that's just been me since day one. You know, I have you know several siblings. You know, I always took you know bits and pieces of what worked, what didn't work, and just kind of created you know this 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 person, who, you know me, um, and that's worked for me. And I kind of took that same concept and kind of took everything that I was learning, what worked, what I didn't like. I didn't like this, I didn't like that, you know, and and just kind of you know kind of turn that into, you know, my, my concepts.
0: So, All Abilities Live, Mr. Um, Brandon, tell us a little bit about your experience with streaming um, as it pertains to what um, Juan's actually launching. Um,
1: um, so, I'm a cheerleader right now at Cotsdam University, so um, a lot of my friends watch um, the all-star uh, divisions of cheerleading, and they have an online streaming service um, one of them is Flow Cheer. Um, they're a, like a subscription-based service that you can purchase for. Um, it's a year, like a yearly subscription that mm-hmm. you can pay for, so you can watch competitions um, as they go on throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, is all abilities live going to offer a similar sort of subscription service
2: yes so um and and i just realized i didn't kind of get into that on the last question um just so excited to be here on your (laughs) show you know this is a great platform that you're providing to us you know young entrepreneurs and, and stuff so um you know, again, the initial concept was for us to just stream sports at the facility. So I'm in the process of transitioning to opening up a sports complex. So the idea was this just provide live streaming at the facility for our sporting events or tournaments or leagues and so on and so forth. Because um, I've been to a million different sports facilities and, you know, their services that they offered were pretty, you know, uh, they weren't at the the expectation, the level of expectation that you know I would have if that was my facility. So I said, listen, yeah. you know, when I open up, I want you know this to be on some you know high production value level, you know ESPN you know type of um, level. Um, so you know that's kind of where the concept initially started. Um, but then I was like, you know what, why why stop there? Why not just turn this into an actual business and you know just completely separate from that platform because there's so many other industries such as cheerleading that could benefit from having a platform like this um you know I'm I was a, a father who traveled you know and I still travel with my son all the time but unfortunately there are a lot of parents who don't have that luxury to travel and a lot of my son's friends parents couldn't travel they couldn't be a part of that experience because of work or finances and so on and so forth so we wanted to create a platform that gave those parents who were unfortunately unable to be available the opportunity to experience their son or their daughter taking part in events such as cheerleading uh... such as football such as soccer such as baseball so we're going to be not only um... um... you know and in and you know basketball and football the sort of glorified sports that you kind of hear about this platform being used we want to cover everything including cheerleading anything that Potentially has you know a market. You know we want to make sure that we're, yeah, we're I was tapping gonna say into. So you're
1: going to do things other than sports as well, like with like, something that's completely like, not. Athletic
0: related, absolutely. Or absolutely. Yep. So, what do you think is going to differentiate All Abilities Live from other live streaming platforms? What is going to make your brand differentiate, and how can it help you know other smaller you know organization rec leagues companies mm-hmm. um, flourish with your brand? Um, great question. Um, again, I, I think that's what I pride
2: myself on the most is is kind of differentiating myself from from the 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 competition. Um, you know, we're in a very competitive space, you know, um, um, just in business in general. You know, you got, when I started a barbershop. shop, there was a million different barbershops. When I did real estate, everybody's doing real estate. You know, when I started the sports complex, everybody has a sports complex, but what can you do to separate yourself? So mm-hmm. I think what we're going to do without sort of uh, spreading ourselves too thin, but I think with our, our background, our experience um, and our staff, um, I think we're gonna be able to sort of take this concept and expand into a ton of different industries. Uh, the ones that you know, stand out the most that are probably gonna be the most prominent is weddings. Weddings is, is a really big um, industry. You know, people are getting married all the time. People want that, that, that experience to be captured. Um, um, unfortunately, there are times where family members can't attend those weddings because they're old or they're sick or they live too far. So how cool would it be to be able to provide um, that family member who's not able to attend the opportunity to attend from, mm-hmm. the, from their couch, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, so we're going to create this experience, you know, um, kind of taking that same concept for the sports, multiple cameras, really like, like you're in the action um, without being in the action. So it really creates, you know, that sentimental experience. Um, um, experience, you know, that they would have had if they were there sitting in the chair watching their daughter or their granddaughter or their niece or their nephew get married. Um, Also, you know, real estate, you know, technology is is taking over almost every single industry. So we're Mm -hmm. going to use this for real estate agents to be able to separate themselves from their competition. Um, you know, Zillow and realtor.com and all of these platforms who are really putting the pressure on real estate agents um, and traditional real estate marketing um, they're feeling the they're feeling the pressure, so giving them a, a platform to be able to use you know digitally to be able to reach the masses, you know um, um, our platform is going to be able to to provide them that opportunity. So those are two two industries that you know we're going to focus on pretty heavily, you know, in addition
0: to a few others. So um, so if I was an organization or um, an actual athlete or school, or how can we get in contact with All Abilities Live? How you know? Do we reach you, reach out to you on social media? You know, website. Uh, yeah, preferred manner.
2: Yep. Um, you know, you can reach us out. You can reach us um, on on our website, allabilitieslive.com. Uh, you can reach us on our social channels, uh, allabilitieslive. You know, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, you know, so. Um, we're we're gonna be everywhere so you know you're you're gonna see our logo you're gonna see our branding everywhere you know um, um, so if, if you're, you're gonna catch us walking down the street you're gonna catch us at a sporting event you might catch us riding in the backseat of the car that you're gonna take for a test drive <laughs> there you go you know so just be prepared to see that all abilities live logo um, and, so um,
0: so um, What do you think, um, again, for our listeners and viewers out there, you know, circling back to, you know, entrepreneurship and anyone that is, um, you know, possibly even here in our Hayden Films Verge team here, what would you say to them in terms of, you know, starting a business or embarking on something that they're passionate about? You know, what, um, you know, uh, words of wisdom can you provide them? Um,
2: Don't be afraid you know don't be afraid to take a chance you know i think that you know not only applies in business but in life you know relationships you know everything you know don't be afraid to take a chance um you know there's no guaranteed success you know but you won't know if you can be successful unless you try um you know so you got to just go out and 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 just make the make the jump you know and and Despite what people may say or feel, if 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 it's something you really want to do and you feel it in your gut and you know this, do it. You know, don't be influenced by you know the naysayers and things like that. You know, for for me, well, be influenced by the naysayers, but on the opposite side of it, let them drive you, let them motivate you. The ones that say you can't do that, you're not going to be successful. Let that be motivation, and that's you know one thing that I've used. You know, I've had a lot of people say. You, you, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to do it. You're this. You're that, you know. And um, you know what I tell them now is, you were wrong. Exactly. Right? You were exactly. wrong. So. I mean,
0: I, I mean, I can des- definitely attest to that. I mean, you know, just the, the the journey that Hayden Films has been on since you know. Um, going and getting and creating our online film festival, and just you know, it was a thousand no's before you got your first yes. Um, and the no's are painful sometimes, it's those no's mount up, and if you can't force through and break through that wall. Um, on the other side success does lie and it, it does feel good and you know again you know everyone that's part of the Hayden Films Verge Nation mm-hmm. um, we appreciate everyone and um, Brandon what is our new awesome you know thing that we're going to be asking our guests I think you had something special to say to Mr. Juan Castro here in terms of how he can incorporate and 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 touch base to some of our listeners oh
1: yeah yeah of course so um naturally at the end of our videos, of course, we're going to have our audience commenting um, on, on the videos that we post, but something that we want to do a little bit differently is we want to give you the chance to ask our listeners um, a question that you might have as well, just to um, reach out to, you know, maybe the younger demographic. Um, just
2: Now, is it a question in specific to the business, or is it just
0: any, any question, question that, that, that you want
1: to get data from? Yeah, so it can okay. be related to your business, something about, like, some maybe some ideas of Um, other specific events that they might be interested in you covering, you know, some some along those lines they can be Yeah, exactly. Um, And the
0: the twist, real quick, the twist is once you ask your question, um, are, um, you know, the people that are going to engage your question, you know, our hopes are you'll jump into the conversation with them and they'll be really pleased to actually have Juan Castro, you know, reach out to them. So what's your question of of choice? Um,
2: I mean, obviously, you know, I'm in the business of growing my business. So, you know, anything that, you know, um, your viewers can um, give me perspective on. So I would say, you know, um, what industries or what ways could you see live streaming being integrated within, you know, some of the, the industries and some of the businesses that
0: you enjoy patronizing? That's a great question. That's a really great question. So um, you know, we wanted to thank you to come for coming to our first show, episode number one. Um, again, this me. was a monumental day. We appreciate it. And again, you know, we want to thank all of the team here at Hayden Films Verge. We're going to make this a, a successful podcast and, and a video on all your channels out there. So, um, you know, we we're going to close out with our call. Can to I just action. say something yeah, real please. quick? Go ahead. Say something.
2: Um, you know, I, I know we we're here talking here, but can I direct something to the oh, camera yeah, sure. quickly? Thank um, You know what what Hayden Films Verge is doing. This is some straight, you know, high level, you know, revolutionary type stuff to give. Somebody like me, who you know has a very small voice, um, um, a bigger voice to reach the masses, um, to spread the word, to you know uh, share you know my my my, my journey, um, you know with with their audience um, to sort of help you know, grow my platform. So I just want to say thank you to the viewers for, check, for, for listening in and, and watching, and thank you guys for
0: having me. Sure, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you for being here today. Definitely, definitely.
1: Um, to everybody out there that's watching, please, please, please comment. Uh, it's not every day you get the chance to reach out to somebody who's a high-level entrepreneur, somebody that's got an opportunity to grow their own businesses, who's been through the failures, um, whether you're going into college, getting ready to graduate and start your own business, Reach out. You'll get some great advice.
0: If you're interested in being on our next episode of Hayden Films Verge, tag us on Instagram at Hayden Films or send us an email at info at haydenfilmsinstitute.org. Looking
1: forward to hearing from you.